You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. Follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave, at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us an email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com. And that text to voicemail line is always there for you, Bulls Nation, at 331-979-1369. We're going to get into four fresh voicemails talks on part two of our mailbag extravaganza here in the dead of summer in the Bulls offseason. Appreciate y'all for the content that you give us in our inbox. Today's episode, before we get started, just want to remind y'all, NBA Draft is right around the corner, and the Mm -hmm. NBA Draft GOAT, Chad Ford himself, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's the Locked On NBA Draft 2021. Brought to you by Bill Barr. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked on NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. All right, Big Dave, we had some fun doing part one of our mailbag. Lots of great texts and some people chiming mm-hmm. in on Twitter. We got a, we, we got to talk about Paul Zipser for a hot second there. We, <laughs> yes. we, en- we ended talking about Bulls ownership and their reputation of not paying luxury taxes. And we've got... Four great voicemails to add to the mailbag fun today. First and foremost, though, we are recording this earlier in the week um, mm. because you are about to set sail, not set sail, set sail on an airplane <laughs> and get yeah. get uh, get out of town for a little vacay. Are you excited, man? I, I am excited. Um, I'm going to get out of here, um, just dip out. And when I get there, I will go to sleep. I, I plan on doing just a lot of sleeping. I enjoy sleep and I I was flying out of Chicago to go on vacation just to sleep. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Like, you know, what I thought of, Matt. like, I, I don't know if you knew, like when Obama said he got out of office after those eight years, he went to Hawaii and he said he slept for two weeks. He said, that's all I did. I slept for two weeks. That's, that's what I did. That's, that's what I plan on. It's not going to be two weeks of sleeping, but you can condense that because I was supposed to go last year and the world exploded. And so now I'm able to go this year and I'm going to catch up on some Z's probably the first few days. You know what? That makes sense because the last year and a half of this COVID-19 pandemic hell that we've all, you know, struggled through is more or less the same thing as the stresses of being the president of the United States for eight years. (laughs) (laughs) Both Chicago. Come on. It's the same thing. Both White Sox fans. Come on. Come on, same thing. Exactly. Uh, aren't the uh, aren't the Obama portraits at the Art Institute in Chicago right now? Yeah, I feel like I saw amazing. that somewhere. Looking amazing yeah. as they want to look too, man. Just oh, Michelle's looks incredible. Let me tell you, that thing is special. But yeah, yeah, it's just like the Obamas. We're no different. We are the same. You know, <laughs> you know, you're not better than me, and I'm not better than you. We are the same human being. You know, he just happens to be Harvard educated. You know, with an incredible wife, couple of kids that are just out of this world awesome and you know can go to hawaii when he feels like it you know no yeah yeah that's the same (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, uh, let's uh, with that, let's dive into some fresh voicemails we have in our inbox. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, give us a call. That number, 331-979-1369. We kick it off with a call from the 773. What's good, Matt? What's good, Big Dave? Congrats on keeping the show going. Going to miss Jordan, but I think it's in good hands now. Excited to keep listening and seeing how everything goes. You guys are doing a great job. I wanted to call in with a bit of an out-of-the-box thought, if you will. Uh, I'm kind of paying attention to everything here. Uh, there's rumors that the Bulls want to trade potentially into the first round. And I was kind of thinking, just as we're also mulling Daniel Tice, is it possible for us to potentially take on a salary, quote-unquote salary dump in exchange with a pick attached for teams that either have uh, a high salary or are potentially over the luxury tax. Some of the teams that come to mind is Brooklyn, who's over the tax, the Clippers are over the tax, and the 76ers, I believe, are over the tax. And then there's teams like the Lakers, who aren't exactly over the tax, but obviously they have some large contracts that they probably want to move since they're in win-now mode. I'm looking at a team like the Clippers, for instance, who have Patrick Beverly on a $14 million deal. Could we potentially get him and their pick? Uh, likewise, 76ers have George Hill. He's making $10 million a year, another year left. Uh, the Nets are, they have DeAndre Jordan. So, you know, I'm wondering, you know, because essentially we acquired Daniel Tice because Boston, quite frankly, didn't want to pay the luxury tax. So we were able to get a really good player, not necessarily a salary dump, but a pretty solid role player uh, essentially for free. Considering the Bulls also want to kind of get some assets back, I'm also thinking potentially the Pelicans, who still want to trade Bledsoe and Steven Adams. Considering we're already going to be kind of short in cap space this offseason, we're kind of gearing for 2022, is it a good idea potentially for us to take on some salary, at least for this year, which will still, in theory, give us the capability to do a sign-and-trade with Lowry and sign a quality veteran player on a mid-level exception along with any other minimums and uh, two-way contract options for younger players. Once you get your thoughts on it, as I'm kind of thinking outside the box here, keep everything up. Great. Thanks. All right. Thanks for the call. Um, really interesting. And kudos for thinking outside the box, um, especially right now, this time of year, when we uh, we need things to talk about. And um, there's all kinds of hypotheticals that Bulls fans love to play with, NBA trade machine. Obviously, a lot of people now also bigger about sign-and-trade stuff because of the uh, question mark surrounding Lowry Marketing and his Bulls future. Um, so, so there are a couple elements to, to this caller's idea of using a team trying to get out of the luxury tax mm -hmm. uh, to be a team that takes on a salary dump and maybe gets a piece with it, whether it be a player that, yeah, you're dumping salary, but maybe it's only one more year and that player can themselves be useful for the Bulls in the 21-22 season on their roster. And maybe uh, the Bulls getting some kind of extra perk from the team that's trying to dump that salary, as, as our caller mentioned, like maybe a pick. So, okay, so here's the thing to me, and then I'll toss it to you. The teams that he mentioned, Brooklyn, Philly, and the Clippers, all three of those teams are picking 25th or later in this mm. draft next week. Yes, they all have their first-round picks, but are the Bulls really going to get an influential difference maker somewhere picks 25 through 30? That doesn't incentivize me that much. What incentivizes me more is 
in, instead of the Bulls trying to scrape together cap space to make a big swing signing this year, instead, getting a player who's not completely washed but is overpaid but only has one year left because, you know, as we were talking about at some point in our previous mailbag episode, uh, as one of our listeners brought up, the 22 free agent class also looks pretty freaking bomb. Mm. So what do you make of this caller and his outside-the-box ideas here? First of all, thank you for that message. Uh, that certainly was a lot of words. Um, that's from Seinfeld. Just wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> I, f- I found it interesting, but it, I think you hit it on the head at the end, Matt. Those teams he mentioned are all at the bottom uh, of the first round. That doesn't that doesn't pique my interest only because I know AK. Well, one he said he doesn't like drafting high in the first round. He's more of a second round guy. Uh, we've got a second. We've got a second round pick. We're ready to go on that. Um, he likes finding talent late. Now that's the other thing about it, Matt. He does like finding his talent later on in the in the draft. Hence, you know, second round Jokic MVP. Um, even you know Michael Porter Jr. was what 14th or something like that. Uh, right. so he's not a high pick kind of guy. Uh, being in those 20s though, I'm never. I don't know. It's it's rare that you'll find a Jimmy Butler. Uh, down there around around that area, but if anybody could do it, it's definitely AK. But is it worth it to take on a take on that money just to take that risk to see if you could get that guy? Uh, if they have, if they do do this, I would be encouraged because that would let me know that they have a plan and they have somebody they have their their eyes set on. You know what I'm saying? Like they know, though, this is the guy we want. We got to get back into the first round because this dude is going to be available. So. That would actually encourage me. But if I'm playing the GM, it wouldn't, like you said, man, that's a great word, incentivize me to want to make that move and take on a, a, a dump. Like, we're already doing that with Aminu. You know what I mean? And I'm already thinking, like, how can I get this guy off my team? And I just went through that with um, Felicio. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, still like <laughs> PTSD, you know what I'm saying, from that yeah. right now. So I don't know if I want to do that immediately and jump right back into that kind of relationship again. But it's definitely a great thought because when you say somebody like Steven Adams and Bledsoe, like that that kind of piques my interest there because I love Steven Adams, always have. Um, yeah. So and I think and he would definitely be helpful here for a team like that. So it'll be interesting if, if they can't ever, like I said, if they do it, then I'm excited because they see something and they know something that I don't. But for me personally, it, it just doesn't peak pique my interest. And, and the Pels are the one team among the handful of examples he brought up that actually have a worthwhile pick. The Pelicans yeah. have the 10th pick next week, which, you know, given this draft class, you can probably get yourself a good player at 10, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I can't, I can't can't imagine that the Pels are in any hurry to give up that pick uh, right. just to maybe move off of of a contract. We'll see, but right. you know they, they are going through uh, a pretty big crisis right now of trying to figure out how to keep Zion Williamson and keep him happy, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe trying to make a big swing. And they see uh, you know a tenth overall pick as an expendable uh, cost to do something bigger and better to put with Zion to get him to the playoffs, um, you know, as, as clearly that's their goal. But, you know, similarly, the Bulls' goal, the, the, the AK and Eversley move to bring in Vooch, this is the team that wants to win now. Yes. You're, you're pairing two <laughs> all-stars together, and it would be a tough sell to this fan base after these years of the rebuild we've been through to say, instead of going out and signing a quality player with our cap space, we took a salary dump. Like that... That's, a, that's a, to this impatient fan base right now. 
That's a very excellent point, Matt. Um, the only thing I, like I said, like I said it with this, it's just my trust and my faith in them so much that if they make that move to get to a lower point in the draft, then they see somebody that is just like amazing. Cause I'm, I mean, we're going back to Patrick Williams here and I'm looking at Patrick Williams like this dude is the truth. You know what I mean? Like I can't wait to see him play this season and they drafted him. So even, even the Pelicans at 10 kind of piques my interest even more a little bit there, Matt, because I'm like, okay, Steven Adams in the 10th pick. Ooh, you know, that, that kind of makes me look at it a little different, you know, like, <laughs> Ooh, well, you know, I like that. I actually uh, do like that, but, but that's a, those are excellent points that you made. Honestly, I, I really can't refute those. Uh, you know what else you can't refute, Big Dave? Um, and then we are going to get right back to some more voicemails. But you can't refute how easy it is and awesome it is to save money shopping for car parts, replacement car parts that you need by using rockauto.com. That's right. I'm doing the Rock Auto read today. Y'all better deal get with Matt. it. Get them, Matt. They've Save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more dollars for the same exact parts from a chain store or a car dealership when you've got rockauto.com on your computer or on your smartphone right in your pocket? Take, for example, Odyssey Fuel Pump. That's going to cost you $353 from your typical chain store. You can get one for only $216 at rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers just like you for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that myself and my main man, Big Dave, are the ones that sent you there. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. With that, we are going to get to our next voicemail. And let me tell you right now, Big Dave, this one's going to make me cranky and it's going to make you laugh. This one comes to us from the 949. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, Just wanted to give my thoughts here real quick. Sad to see uh, Jordan leave, but uh, Big Dave, welcome to the show. And I got to say that Jordan was nowhere near as good at trolling Matt as you are, Big Dave. Uh, That being said, my question to you guys is what would you rather have? A Gar Pax reunion with the Bulls, meaning they win a championship, or Dwayne Wade coming back and winning a championship? This ought to be a good episode. All right, later. Oh, oh! Uh-uh. <laughs> you are correct, Matt. Laughter. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't like what? it. Oh man! Oh, uh, you know what? I'll take like this it. first, Matt. I'll, I'll I'll give you a second to stew in this. Please, like please, that. Please feel this one. Yeah, I got you, man. Oh, man. Would I rather have a Garpax reunion, meaning they win a title, or D-Wade coming back and winning a championship? For me, it's an easy answer. 
it's my main man D-Wade coming back and getting the title. What better thing to do than from a dude who is from the hometown to come back, don that beautiful Bulls jersey with that wonderful number three on it, have his wonderful wife and family sitting on the sideline as he hoists that trophy into the air at the United Center and everybody is happy and goes crazy because the hometown man came back and did his thing and brought us another title. That would be awesome. I would not like to see it with Carfax doing it. I, and personally, I don't turn down titles okay but you asked me if i if i could choose i still get one so i'm gonna choose the one where i get the player to do it because i think that'd be awesome for ak and mark obviously also to get into you know being good faith and and good awesomeness for them to get it but giving guard packs that kind of stuff man look <laughs> like they they would not know how to act you couldn't tell them anything they would outlive your children's children, because they would never, ever, ever leave. You could forget it. They would never leave. They would be here forever. And Matt might be out of here sooner than you think, because he might go jump off a building. Because he, it, it would not, it would, it wouldn't bring my man Matt any joy to watch Gar Packs win. It wouldn't bring him any joy to see that happen. Now, I'm not saying it's going to bring him joy to see D Wade having one, but at least he can lose D-Wade within the rest of the team and the rest of the front all. He can lose that. You know, he can kind of block that out. He can't block out guard packs. That is a son that he cannot block out, and I don't know if my main man can take that. So me personally, give me D-Wade coming back, winning this title. I, I think that'd be great. <clears throat> what? I mean, come on, man. Hey, caller. And I, I noticed that you didn't even have the guts to say your name when you Uh-oh. left us this ridiculous voicemail. Um, Big Dave, when you said earlier that you were, you know, you'd love to see Big uh, uh, to see D Wade do his thing. When mm-hmm. you said do his thing, do you meant getting stuffed on a dunk attempt by the rim? Because um, that's the last thing I saw D Wade do. Um, <laughs> is, that, is that what his thing is now? No, uh, no, no, no. But si- simply, I'm, I am, I am going to say that I don't want to see either of these things happen. I'm not picking. <laughs> I'm, I would I would rather I would rather have my all four of my appendages sawed off with a rusty grapefruit spoon and then have you know heavy stone weights tied to you know my danglers and then shoved <laughs> off a boat and drown and sink to the bottom of Lake Michigan than see I... either of those things happen. What? You <laughs> What is wrong with you? Like, man, you're turning down titles. You would literally turn down a title just to not have any one of these two things happen. Seriously? Not like this. Oh, man. Come on, man. You can't turn down winning, man. This is winning we're talking what, about. The, the likelihood of either of those hypotheticals happening is zero. Fact. So I don't have to worry about picking between them. I can be honest with my response. Okay, that's fair. I can accept that. But just for the spirit of the question, Matt, he wanted to, to pick one just to have one for the spirit of the question. And I brought up a phrase from a I'm, dude who makes me hate that word now. I am not. I am not just some monkey here to dance for you, people. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer your silly, stupid question if I don't want to answer it the way that you want me to answer it. Should have left your name, man. <laughs> you might have answered it or, if you left your name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that question. I don't I think refuse, I troll Matt. <laughs> I refuse to participate in this meaningless poll. <laughs> I refuse to race. <laughs> I choose not to run. You <laughs> and Seinfeld on this, man. 
Oh man, that is an awesome question. That is awesome. I don't think I troll Matt. Honestly, I don't. I don't think I troll Matt at all. I do mess with Matt. I won't. I won't lie about that. But I don't just try to troll him and set him up because I don't like seeing Matt angry all the time. Oh, there are times. Oh, you, there are times I enjoy you love it. it. Yeah. No, you I'm not like you gotta let me finish. Like there are times I do enjoy seeing you angry. Yes, there are. It, it's funny. But they're not. I'm not a, all the time just trying to pick at you just to do that because I don't want you mad all the time. I don't. I want. I like Happy Matt. Happy Matt's an awesome guy. I appreciate that. Yeah. So let's 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 try let's try and get Matt happy again and and put that behind us. Let's put that call in our rearview mirror and 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 that. drive away and never come back. Thank um, you. For that. You know what would make me happy, Big Dave, is to What's hear that? you tell our listeners about Bet Online because everybody loves gambling on sports, right? Well, listen, Matt, when you've saved all that money, because you've saved money at rockauto.com buying parts, you've obviously saved a lot of cash. So you got some cash left over. Well, what do you want to do with that money? You want to try to increase it and have some fun with it. Well, guess what? I got a fast and easy way for you to do it because you can bet on all the sports action at Bet online baseball season is in full swing go white Sox, and you can track all the action on bet online get all the latest news the odds the info for all your sporting needs including the mlb the nba the nhl and of course the ufc and the mma action don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Cause you know, the white Sox are going there, baby. You know, they're going to the playoffs and it's exciting. Head to the website, use your mobile device and sign up today and you will receive 50% off a welcome bonus on your first deposit. But you got to use this promo code. I'm going to say it one time locked on use that promo code. You receive your 50% bonus bet online. Your online sports book experts. With that, let us dive into our next voicemail. This one to us from one of our international listeners who has maybe a pump the brakes comment for Bulls Nation about last year's second round pick, Marco Simonovic. Let's take a listen. Hey, just a quick comment, guys, about Marco Simonovic. Um, yeah. Disappointment is born out of expectation. I just want Bulls yeah. fans to maybe put the brakes on. I don't know if anybody's actually watched the actual games, not the highlights, games, and the level of competition in that league. You know, I don't want to sound like Fran Priscilla talking about the Raptors making Bruno Caballo the number four pick. He's two years away from being two years away. I'll cut that by a year. He's a year away, at least. So, you know, I really think Bulls fans need to take a look at the competition in the league he's playing in and how he's not actually dominating there. You know, he's all right. But, yeah, he's not going to suddenly come in and be the Lowry replacement or some of the things I've been hearing and reading. Uh, No, he's a project. I'm looking at... You know, G League, Windy City Bulls. But, no, he's not coming in and doing anything for this team immediately. That's a pipe dream. That's just, you know, that's what Bulls fans do. Anyway, I'd like to hear what you guys think about the realities of Marco Simonovic. All right. Thanks for the call. Um, We talked about this a little bit, I think, last week, Big Dave. Um, 
And, and, you know, we've got a lot of Bulls fans talking excitedly about Marco, uh, especially after, you know, the the viral picture that his agent posted of them um, with the caption, one-way ticket to Chicago. So we're all thinking that it's very likely he takes one of the Bulls roster spots for this upcoming 21-22 season. But because we're also simultaneously juggling the you know, the perhaps even likely future of Lowry Markkinen not being with this team next season and mm-hmm. people thinking, okay, tall Euro player, tall Euro player, insert this peg for this peg and on we go. Not necessarily, uh, according to to our caller here, should be expecting that kind of production from Marco, certainly at least not right away. Yeah, first of all, Shout out to you, man, because when you, my man said disappointment is born out of expectation. Look, <laughs> yes, I love that. That is awesome. Cut to that the core awesome. of Bulls fandom everywhere. Yes. <laughs> that was beautiful. Well said. Uh, I will say this. I don't know, and and I don't think I, Matt did either, had like huge expectations for him. Uh, we just kind of wanted to see him. Uh, it wasn't like I was like, well, you know, ah, he's coming in, he's the new starter, and he's taking over the league. It was, it was nothing like that. Uh, it was just my trust and my faith in, you know, AK and Mark Eversley. I'm like, well, they feel like he's ready, so, you know, bring him over and let's see what we have. So for me, it was more of a, you know, let's see what we got here before we get excited. But when you're, you're absolutely right when you talked about the level of competition because, like Matt said, we kind of touched on the last show. Like when I uh, talked to my man, uh, Coach Christian uh, Paloti, follow him at Coach Paloti on Twitter. He's awesome. When I talked to him about that, he said that uh, they don't, the league he comes from doesn't play in the Euro League. And they don't play any, you know, in the Euro League. Like that's the biggest league. They do. He said they play some good teams. He said they play some really, really good teams, but they do not play in the Euro League, the team that Marco comes from. So that gave me calls to pause. But you know who else played on that same team that Marco played on? You know who else did that? Nikola Jokic. He was from the same exact team. And he ended up being the MVP and an absolute stud. Now, I'm not saying he's going to end up that way. I'm just saying I don't want to look at it in those terms and just be so like, well, you didn't play anybody. But because you can say the same thing about Nikola. And he t- you know, turned into one of the best players here in the league. So I'm just it's a wait and see. I definitely agree with that. It's a wait and see. Well, let's see what this kid can do. Let's see what skills he has. He's not dominating. You're right. But he was a double-double machine. Um, he likes being tall, which is what I like. <laughs> I like when players like that they're tall and act like they're tall. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we got. You know, we'll, we'll put him out there and, you know, we'll throw him against the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I think it's fair to talk about level of competition um, mm-hmm. and, and that being a reason why we should maybe pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, he originally signed a deal uh, with Petrol Olympia, you know, uh, a club in Slovenia. Currently, mm-hmm. he's out on loan to Mega BMAX, which is that Jokic played for as well. Mm-hmm. So we know that that Arturis has all of these ties and these webs with international scouting when right. it comes to basketball, and he's been doing it for a very long time um, because it basically was, okay, he played international basketball and started getting names and and, you know, knowing people back from his playing days in international basketball and has only built it, that Rolodex for years and years and years now. So I, I do trust Arturis's international scouting and the mm-hmm. people that he's getting his intel from in addition to his own basketball knowledge. But all that to say, I you know, it, it is not like we're talking about the next Luca here. 
or, right. or you know, even pump your brakes the next Jokic. The next Jokic, Jokic right. didn't come in and dominate the NBA right away the way that Luka did. And right. I know that everybody is so eager to find the next Luka or the next Jokic. And just because of these very mild similarities, where the players come from, what leagues they play in overseas, Bulls fans are quick to jump on that and say, cool, all right, we got this guy with a second-round pick, kind of a flyer, but hopefully he can come in and be a difference maker. It it, it probably won't happen that way, at least not at the onset. Um, You know, our our caller saying, hey, maybe he's, he's, you know, going to do some some stint for, for the Windy City Bulls. His first, you know, part of at least his rookie season and mm-hmm. maybe spend a good portion of his rookie season playing for Windy City. We'll see. Um, but but again, the 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 overarching theme of what he was telling his fellow Bulls fans, and and I view it's simple and it's accurate. Don't expect too much because if you expect too much from this guy, you're going to be disappointed. Hmm. Hmm. I can't argue with those facts there. And and I don't think anybody should go in with that. Like, I know I understand the excitement, you know, of Bulls fans. You know, you're getting a new player. You're like, ah, yes, let's go. I get that. But let's just relax and let's wait and let's see. You know, we got to see what he is first. He's coming from a whole different league, you know what I mean, to come play here. So he's got to figure it out. I mean, it's some adjustments he has to make um, that probably don't even have to do with basketball. Like, there's some real adjustments just being here in a whole other country you know, that he's going to have to make. So we hope he makes him fast. Uh, of course, we want him to see, you know, be that dude. We, I mean, I would love to just be wrong. He comes out and dropping 30 a game. That would be awesome. But come on now, I don't see that happening. And I'm okay with taking my time. And I don't want Bulls fans because, you know, Matt, you know how Bulls fans are do. You have two bad games and, and you're brand new. This dude's a bust. He's trash. He's the worst. Get him out of here. You know how that goes down. So, just just wait i think he's right you know just temper your expectations and you know just just roll on just trust ak and everything and just just chill right that you know as our caller said also it's not like he was the most dominant player while playing for for mega or or in any of these you know international uh league competitions like not scrub like certainly a difference maker player this past season averaging 16.8 points on 51% shooting from the feet, 80 from the free throw line, 31 from downtown, um, chipping in eight boards, three and a half offensive, one assist, one steal, one block. Um, you know, like, so So he's a difference maker for his squads over there, but it's not like, you know, phenom MVP at 18, Luka mm-hmm. kind of dominating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just compare the production he's given you over on that team and what you should reasonably expect when he makes that jump to the NBA. Um, and, and you know, I, I also am of, of the mindset that it will take some time for him. doesn't mean I'm not excited to see what he can turn into. <laughs> right. Especially if he has AK supporting him uh, and, and showing confidence in him. And, and we'll see if he's a part of Bulls training camp in a couple of months, how he acclimates, like you said. But again, it... Uh, it's exciting that he might be on this team's roster next season, uh, especially considering that we, you know, we don't have a first round pick in this upcoming draft next week. So we're trying mm-hmm. to find things to be excited about. And people are saying, well, you know, we've got a second rounder um, next week. And we ha- also have this, you know, this draft to stash second rounder that's about to come over. So I, I get why Bulls fans are, are trying to figure out ahead of the, you know, out of the gate, what exactly we're going to get from this guy. So let's just, let's just wait and find out.
I, I know I know that waiting and finding out is not a thing that Bulls fans like to do. Generally, <laughs> not, they're not fans. Not fans of it. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's get out of here with our final new voicemail. Um, and thank you to everybody who's been chiming in in the texting voicemail line. This last one comes to us, Dave, from the five six two. Hey, Big Dave. Hey, Matt Peck. What's up, Lost on Bulls? This is Sam from LA. I had a small question about well, probably not small, but. Uh, the, uh, what can we do for the wing position? You know, there's some, if Pat's going to play the four full time, we need someone to play on the wing as between shooting guard and small forward, uh, someone to take pressure off Pat on the defensive end. Uh, and then last thing, I've managed to find a Portillo's out here in Southern California. And I remembered Matt talking about this a while back. And can we somehow try to get you a Portillo sponsorship for the podcast? I don't know, but you know, uh, one can dream. A wing on the Bulls and a locked on Bulls for Tillo sponsorship. All right, go Bulls. <laughs> Thanks for checking in, Sam. Uh, we'll get to the wing question in just a minute, Dave. But yeah. first and foremost, I love that idea, but I'm also terrified of the idea of getting a Portillo sponsorship because if I am, if I have access to free Portillo's beefs, just like whenever I want them, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be dead on the floor by age 40. The whole point of this country is if you want to eat garbage, balloon up to 600 pounds, and die of a heart attack at 43, you can. You are free to do so. To me, that's beautiful. <laughs> I, there's just, there's no hiding that fact. If I were getting free beefs every day, I, I, would, I would not live very long. Oh, man. First of all, I love that Matt thinks like I do, because I was like, ooh, let's talk about that second part first. <laughs> that's all I was thinking in my head. And Shout out to you, Sam, for for saying that because, yes, you're right. Matt's right. I would be concerned about Matt's health. Matt knows I am always concerned about his health, and that would be crazy. But I still would – I would risk it. <laughs> I would risk, we're talking about free Portillo. We're talking about Portillo's, man. Portillo's is awesome. That is awesomeness. That's Chicago staple stuff right there. Then they just put a Portillo's up near around where, where you stay at, Matt. Didn't, isn't the new Portillo's going yep. around over there? Yeah, there, so, there's one of the new ones is up on Addison, uh, you know, yeah. like west of Lakeview. And this is why Matt is concerned because if you're telling him it's a free one, you're, you're putting it right in his range where he can right. just go there and just get mm-hmm. it. And and then when I call him, I know where he's at. And he's like, and I see him, he's going to be like, don't look at me. You know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just with Italian pizza in, in each hand. Uh, like, it's yeah, be I have a Portillo's for life card. Uh, I'll right. take four beef combos. <laughs> Dipped, soaking in beef grease, please. <laughs> I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> like, we'll do this again. Yeah, add, but, add a ooh. cheese fry and a cake shake to that. Would would right. <laughs> But I think it would be awesome. Like Portillo's is Chicago staple. This is locked on Bulls. I mean Portillo. I think that'd be great. And I love that fact that he found one out there in L.A. and and because of you, he 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 numb knows the goodness of what it is. So yeah, I I would love it. Portillo's, if you're listening. We would love for you to be sponsors here on Locked On Bulls. Uh, you've heard me do Rock Auto. You know how Matt does his thing on the ad reads. You know what we got. Come on, baby. Give us that. But put a put a limit on, on what Matt can do as far as eating is concerned. Just put a limit on there because I do care about him. So just put a limit on it. That's very kind of you, Dave. But you know what? Whatever I want to stuff in my face is none of your concern. I live the way I live. I eat the things I eat. And I'll die the way I'll die. <laughs> fair enough fair enough it's the american all right. That's right 
let's uh, let's get to the Bulls related part of this call. Um, sure. The wing position. So I, I think of two things here, Big Dave. Mm-hmm. First, I think will we have a healthy Troy Brown June? Uh, Troy, Troy Brown June. Troy Brown mm-hmm. back with this team next season. I believe we will. Hopefully the ankle from the back end of the season has had plenty of time to heal and then some. And I think that that is a solid option. Um, You know, doesn't quite have all the size you want, a bit undersized for the wing position, but I still think with his defensive skill set, there's a reasonable option there. And then beyond that, you're just talking about maybe trying to find some fringe guy using maybe, you know, part of a mid-level or a veteran minimum kind of deal. Uh, another another name that we really haven't talked about that much this offseason big dave and and you know again similar to troy brown a bit undersized for the wing position but we saw billy donovan rock him there at times a certain lineups last season the one year garrett temple and whether or not he's going to be kicking around um what do you think what what do you want to see the bulls do with that wing spot other than seeing p-dub play some minutes there i think you kind of hit on the head for me when you talked about troy brown jr um that was someone actually that i like you like and and let's be honest, Bulls Nation really enjoyed watching him play uh, when he was healthy. Um, we we saw what he could do offense, but it was just that defensively what he brought. And we would see him out there be like, yeah, put that dude back out there again, please. Like, like let, him, let him get some more time to figure out what he can do and see what he can do. I didn't realize how high of a draft pick Troy Brown Jr. was um, when he came out. I believe he was a top five pick, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, he... I want to see what he can do. Like, I want to see him get his time and see if he can be healthy because it seems like that's his issue here. It isn't his skill. It was just him being able to stay on the floor. Nobody had an issue with what he did on the floor, uh, defensively or offensively. We like we just want to see him out there. We just need to see more of it. It's kind of like uh, what we're saying about Patrick Williams. Nobody has an issue with his skill on the floor. We just need him to get out of his head and, you know, do more of it. So we just want to see more of these things. So I like that. I like being in that position because you can figure that stuff out faster. Uh, if a guy is working hard enough, you know, to take care of his body, um, to make sure you know he can do things. Of course, you know, injuries happen. It's it's part of the game. You know, it's what goes down. But we just want to see if he can, you know, maintain through the eighty-two game grind and come in when the Bulls need him and provide that help and that that awesome defense that he was showing, man, he was awesome defense. He really was. He was really good defensively, man. And his length was something to be just like, yes. <laughs> I was just like, yes, this dude, more of this guy. Um, I also like that you brought up Garrett Temple uh, because I would love to see him back because he was just really good for this team. And he was good for some of those young players. And the Bulls are still a relatively young team. And you saw the help once again that he brought defensively. Um, and on the offense, I mean, you know, he's the one-man fast break. I don't care if it's one on four. It's his, it's his fast break. He's not passing the ball. Like, it's it's going up. But I like the way he plays, and I like the way he fits with the team. You know what I mean? Like, he fits just right with this basketball team. Just like Troy Brown Jr., I thought he fit just right. Um, and who's the other young man I'm forgetting about, Matt? The 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 athletic guy we got from uh, Boston as well. Uh, uh, we Javante Green? Javante Green, Yes. I like Javante Green as well. Now, I still think he needs to develop a lot, you know, some parts of his game for sure. But I like, again, I like his effort defensively. And I like the fact that I'm talking about three of these guys and I'm I'm talking all about their defense. I love his effort defensively, man. Like he was that energy guy. You need those. You know, you're going to need that. Like I, he, he's got the Ryan Archidiacono brain, but with not a Ryan Archidiacono body. You know what I mean? So 
that's good to have, you know what I'm saying, on your team like that. So between those three, I still I want to see them all back, and I want to see them play and how they develop, but especially Troy Brown Jr., man, because you're right. Uh, P. Will is going to need some help at that position. You, Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, and for the record, Troy Brown Jr., taken 15th. Fifteenth in the 2018 NBA draft out of Oregon by the Washington Wizards. Seven spots ahead of new Washington Wizards legend Chandler Hutchison. Um, (laughs) Oh, this fool! (laughs) So yeah, he he was taken one spot after the Nuggets took uh, took the risky swing on Michael Porter Jr. at 14. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so like I think there are some options from this roster from last season. I, I think Javante Green probably not going to be around. Uh, he's he's um, probably going to be somebody that walks in free agency, and the Bulls Fair. will be okay with that. Um, but to me, look, you you obviously made a couple of deals on trade deadline day, and Vooch is the big one, and that's the one that everybody's talking about, pairing an all-star with our homegrown all-star in Zach Levine. But the other moves were made for a reason. And when you think about, okay, we got a half-season loaner of Tice from, from Boston um, because the Celtics were trying to get out of the luxury and, and maybe, you know, trying to add him to, to a playoff push. Didn't work out. We're now thinking most like, likely scenario there is the Bulls can't afford to keep Tice. But, you know, the other parts of that three-way trade where the Bulls deal with this, with, with Washington, we deal with this, with Boston, I think it's because they really like Troy Brown Jr., yeah. Like if, if they if they saw it as a very realistic possibility that they were only getting a half season out of Tice before he walked and got paid, what what other reasons were there, right? To to make that trade, right? It's Troy yeah. Brown Jr. and like mm-hmm. you gave up some pieces, Hutch whatever. Clearly, like he was not happy here. They weren't happy with him. They were happy to get rid of him. But you gave up your goal, your your guy Daniel Gafford, Big Dave, yes, to make that trade happen. So you better believe that Troy Brown Jr. is going to be playing a big part for this team next season. Oh, yeah. You can take that straight straight to the bank, man. He, he's going to be involved. And I'm just excited to see it because you saw glimpses of it. And when he was on the floor, Matt, like you just enjoyed seeing You're like, oh, wow, he knows where to be. Like he understood basketball. You know what I mean? You know I'm really high on basketball players having IQ. And I just liked his IQ when I would sit out there and watch him just be like, yeah, he knows. Okay. He knew exactly where to be. He knew the defensive reads. He knew when to play up on somebody, you know, when to let him go. He understood the little nuances of the game. And I was just very excited about that. But, but here's another name. Let me ask you about Matt. Cause I want to know, do you think we'll see anything from Al Farouk Aminu? Ugh, um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, six, not, nine, not less- you know, Shooter, not like, unless he spent his offseason getting into a hell of a lot better shape than what he was when he arrived from Orlando. <laughs> okay, I mean, that enough. dude, that dude was not in in basketball shape. I'll, I'll say that he did not um, have some good years in Orlando. He didn't. He I don't know what happened because I remember him in Portland, Matt. I remember him being just an of good peace in Portland. I remember that. And it's like when he left, he was like, OK, I retired. I went to Florida and retired or. You know, maybe he got hurt and I don't know it or or what's going on with him. I don't know, but it just – he hasn't been the same. But I don't know. I'm hoping that he can provide us something because, I mean, I like his game, but it just doesn't look like he can play right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, speaking of that 2018 draft and the Bulls' need for a wing, 
In an alternate universe, wouldn't it have been sweet if we had taken Mikhail Bridges instead of Wendell Carter Jr.? Because Bridges <laughs> went three spots after Wendell with the 10th mm-hmm. selection. Uh, Philly sends him to Phoenix. Look what that dude's doing for this Phoenix Suns team, making this incredible run. I mean, there, there's amazing. your starting wing right there if the Bulls yeah. weren't so in love with Wendell Carter Jr. Oh, we just got to have a 6'9 center, Matt, that can do everything. Like, you know, it's necessary. A 6'9 center who's in his head and scared to shoot and can get injured all the time and can't play 50 games. Got to have that. Got to have a guy who gets you 10 points and then go to Orlando and then goes and averages 10 points. But, you know, you don't know basketball. It's John Tove. We don't know basketball. You don't know basketball. You don't know it. You don't know it. You don't know what you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? Those points are irrelevant. You don't know what you're thinking about. You don't know nothing. <laughs> John used to kill me with that because he was so right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wendell. Mike, what? The 2018 draft just makes me depressed in every direction. <laughs> don't I feel mean, depressed. Oh, oh yeah. Re- really, really glad that we had that end of the season winning streak before that draft lottery. Let it go, man. So, you know, <laughs> who wants Aiden? Who wants Luca? Who wants Trey Young? No, no, we'll take Wendell. Thanks. And and then, and not only did Bridges go after Wendell, Shea yeah. Gilgis Alexander went 11th. Yeah. There's See, that, had, so, no, that uh, had nothing to do with a winning streak, Matt. You could have got a lower pick and got those guys. But you chose Wendell. You still chose incorrectly and chose poorly. It's, it's right. the whole they, point. They combined a meaningless end-of-season winning streak with a bunch of scrubs with incompetence while scouting. <laughs> so there's a, a real bright your day, brighten your day double whammy of, of Bulls organizational basketball right there. But guess what, Matt? That's the old regime. We ain't there no yeah. more. They all yeah. going, Matt. They're all gone. Right. Gone. Speaking of which, I I stand firm on my take from that previous fo- that caller's question, <laughs> and and this is why I refuse to answer. Get the hell out of here with that crap. <laughs> uh, that note, we're uh, we're gonna wrap out of here uh, for today. Uh, appreciate everybody who threw us questions and comments, Bulls related topics for mailbag, uh, a two parter this week. Um, as we have to talk about something, as the Bulls are not holding a first-round pick for this draft that's coming around the corner next week. But even still, if you want great NBA draft content and coverage, check out Locked On NBA Draft stuff from here, the Locked On Podcast Network, including that live draft show uh, July 29th with a great panel of of local experts and national pundits. Um, it's going to be some great content. Check out the Locked On Mock Draft as well. There's some great analysis of this upcoming draft class in there. Uh, if you need more content, you can't get enough. Uh, thanks to today's sponsors, Bet Online, RockAuto.com. Thanks to you, our listeners. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. He's at Bow BAWL Sports. We are at Locked On Bulls. And that text to voicemail line is always there. 331-979-1369. Big Dave, my friend, enjoy your vacation. Stay safe, safe travels. Uh, and I guess enjoy the week-long nap that you need to flee Chicago to accomplish. Yes, Matt, I will miss you. I will miss uh, doing this because this is really awesome. Thank you all for being so welcoming to me and being so kind to me with all your wonderful words you said to me uh i can't wait to get back so i can continue doing this and yeah i'm gonna get some sleep so if you think i'm energetic now 
<laughs> just picture that. That's how I get some rest, buddy. It's gonna be out of control. So yeah, I'm 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 excited. But I think honestly, Matt, and this is just this is just a feeling. I feel like I'm gonna be calling in because the Bulls are gonna do something. This oh. is just a feeling. This is just a feeling. This is just a feeling. This is just a feeling. So I think they might wake me out of my slumber because I'll have to call in because something's gonna happen. This is just a well, feeling. Hey man, uh, if that happens, then in one of your several naps. And yes. hop on with us and we'll talk. Uh, but to try to let Dave enjoy his vacation slash nap, uh, you know, I'm not going to just make you guys listen to just me for the next week while Dave's on vacay. Uh, I've already got Sabine on board for one episode next yeah. week. Uh, and I've also reached out to some people who might come and join me uh, to do a couple of guest spots. Yeah. So uh, have have no fear. Dave, Dave is going to get a week off, but you won't have to just listen to my stupid voice. Uh, for for the week of his absence, uh, because I wouldn't do that to you. I love y'all too much. Uh, <laughs> all right, Big Dave, have a great vacay, buddy. Maybe Thank we'll you, talk man. to you on draft night. We'll see what Maybe. happens. Uh, but in the meantime, everybody out there in Bulls Nation, stay safe, have a great day, and we'll be back to you soon with some more content. For Big Dave, I'm Matt. See Red, be good. Peace out. All right, youngsters. It's essential to the well-being of the super fan to consume all the components of the food pyramid. That's not the food pyramid. Listen and learn. Okay, at the bottom of the pyramid, you got your linked meats, okay? Your brats, your Polish, your hot dogs. Provides a good base. Then you got ground beef, Italian beef, sliced pork, your sandwich meats. Yeah. Then you move on to the healthier stuff, your salads. 